Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And go. Do the in, 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 intro. I'm doing the intro? Do it. Welcome Wait. to the Board Game Snobs. It's me, the showpiece, Enrique. Showpiece. The showpiece. Yes, the showpiece. The mantle? Yeah. Well, I'm not the star. I'm the showpiece. You darn right. <laughs> Who's the star? I am the star. This is Jerry. Why are we here? For the show. Oh, the show? I come for the big show. Are we talking about something? And Gobby's the host. Hello, I'm Gobby. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs. I'm the primary host. Jerry's here. Enrique's here. Send us an email <sighs> at boardgamesnobs. At the gmail.com. That's right. That's how addresses work in the internet. Yes. That <laughs> is dot communication. Is that what that stands? I thought now it's commercial. Dot. Yeah. Or Sp- commerce. Speaking of commercials, we have to do one. We are we are financially obligated. Not financially. We are obligated. Financially. I, I wish. Should, all right. There's two things. Number one. This episode is like an Inception episode. We're recording this before we record the next podcast. Was the next podcast? Nobody needs to know any of this information. It's unnecessary. As a but, special guest, but we are also. Why we, are you talking about the special guest we've already had on the show? Due to the way this is going to be released, I know, but he was special. But we haven't <laughs> recorded him yet. Thanks, Dan. I'm done. We haven't recorded. He might not come on. He might suck. I'm done. They are almost professional level comedians. Okay. But you have to do an ad read because we're being featured on Podbean. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host board game snobs. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out. You have sold out. (laughs) If only. Podbean has made you read that because we're being featured on Podbean because they're the people who host this podcast. And you had to choose Podbean. isn't that yeah, weird? Podbean is our host. Yeah, but, but so like, Podbean is I want like, You don't uh, what tell me your knowledge of Podbean. Nothing. You don't even like, eat beans. <laughs> you don't even listen to this podcast. Yes. I'm surrounded we by We should be hosted on podlegume.com. I, <laughs> I would prefer that. I want to know. No, I don't. What am I doing? I'm trashing Podbean. No, we love Podbean. (laughs) Actually, Podbean does really good for us. You have been living a lie. What's that? You have said forever that you're the host, but now I find out that Podbean is the host. (laughs) You are the co-host. Wow. I am no. I'm still the primary host. No. They are the primary host. Are your servers heated up? Yes. Are you putting out stuff? Yes. I got my hot plates ready. This is not you, your beans are cold, sir. And that I'm being what that ad read was mediocre at best. I'm just saying, you're getting there. You're getting there. How do you? You don't even know. 
You can't even read. I read fine. I, you, I guarantee you're going to stumble and stutter when it's your turn. I Actually, read no, the that's fine print. <laughs> I read. I'll do commercials. You know what? That's what we should start doing. We should just start doing commercials for things that we're not sponsored by so that maybe people will be like, hey, these guys do, do good commercials. I can do S- commercials. For what? Yeah, I'm just I'm just in the background with a sombrero mustache. But that doesn't mean what, what anything. Is the, what is that a commercial for? Take your sombrero Sombreros and mustaches.com? We're not yeah. selling salsa. Hey, let me check see if that's available. <laughs> Sombreros and mustaches.com. Uh, according to the Facebook, the number one topic that people want us to talk about is Enrique's facial hair. Hair? Hair. He is not the heir to the empire. He's the hair. Why? So what is what? the deal with this mustache what? that you got going on now? I just have it. Just... Just to have it, to be honest. DNS error assist. Sombrerosandmustaches.com is available, Enrique. Just saying. Mm. <laughs> so you could review salsa or yeah. sombreros. You don't eat salsa. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Name your favorite salsa. Uh, just salsa. Just like, salsa? Just, is like there a it. salsa brand called Just Salsa? Yeah, I, there probably is. <laughs> Let me check it out. See if it's available. Are you confused by the? I can't believe it's salsa. The names of all these corporate salsa brands. Perhaps you should try just salsa. Justsalsa.com. It's legit. <laughs> this is a web magazine dedicated to Latin music, dance, and culture. Oh, it's not about oh, salsa dancing. Ooh. Not Ooh. about condiments. No one cares salsa about is that. very a happy dancing. It's very. Yes. It's very hippie. Ooh. You got to you got to gyro those hips, rotating them to and fro. And you can't lie. Uh, no, you can lie. Just your hips can't. It's very uh, what's the word sensual with your hips g- g- uh, gyrations. G- gy- not so much gyrating because they don't gyrate. Undulate. I like that word. Undulate? Sounds very sexual. What's undulate? Undulating. Undulating. Yes. Undulating. Not undulating. What's undulating mean? Undulating is like kind of like writhing. It's like like when you show up early, having a smoothly rising and falling form or outline. Undulating, oh, but very sensuous. Undulate, <laughs> undulate. Here I am. Undulate, oh, undulate. Oh, <laughs> is that what that means? <laughs> no, it's undulate. <laughs> oh, you're Brazilian or Chilean. You should know <laughs> these both. things. Undulate, like hurry up. You're Hispanic. But I mainly act white for some reason. What does that mean? That's racist. How Take do you, that back. How do you act white? He eats a lot of just, cheese. Yeah, cheese. <laughs> I I just have like a plate of cheese in my room waiting for me to just consume. I did notice that. So I picked him up the other day. He helped me move my couch because he's the official person when you need something heavy lifted. I just call Enrique. And when you go by his home to collect him, he does have a chronic cheese plate in his room. Like, just various cheeses, which is kind of odd. Yeah. Soft cheeses, white cheeses, yellow cheeses, hard cheeses, cheeses. Swiss cheeses, brie. My favorite cheese here recently has been Gouda. Really? I enjoy the Gouda. Hmm. I enjoy Gouda. Not just on burgers, but just plain Gouda. Not just the smoked Gouda. Email us your favorite cheese. And and you don't have a favorite cheese. You're just American. Yeah. it's just Which is a cheese. cheese product. It has more chemicals in it than it does anything. It has more chem- chemicals than cheese. It's basically made by whiz cheese is it's made by like cheese. Dow Chemical. It's like that's it's it's bad for you. I wonder if cheese is cheese is very American. We yeah. like cheese on everything. Yeah, we put cheese on 
It's it's mainly cheese and bacon. There's American bacon. cheese. What is American cheese it's even? Not, no, it's just chemicals. Yeah. It doesn't even have yeah. any cheese in it. What? It's generic cheese. Milk? Does it have milk? No, it's like a milk product. Yeah. It's a cheese product. If you read it, it says cheese product. It is not even considered yeah. to be cheese. So it's not like even a cheddar. A cheddar is no. like the lowest form of cheese, right? I'm sorry, huh? No. What's the lowest form there, of cheese? Well, no, there is no. On the cheese snobbery chart. I enjoy a good English Stilton myself. <laughs> Paris Stilton. <laughs> what? what? It was like Paris Stilton. That's a good one. Next. Uh, Are we we got to get this one on the road because our special guest from last week's podcast is fixing to come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I guess uh, we're racing through it, I guess you could say. I know. It's space race. Space race. Uh, it sucks. Yeah. It's I, I kickstarted this game. Congratulations. I did a little research on this game before we played it. What, it doesn't show. Well, I forgot how to play it. Because I had already learned to play it a month ago when I brought it over, and then you were going to learn it. I do like the presentation. Space Race is a engine building slash kind of what is it like a not I'm gonna say deck builder. It's not a deck builder. Well, you start. It's odd because you have two separate hands. You have these hands of these card drafting cards that you have that oh. activate the other cards that you put out to try to get tableau builder tableau builder type thing the i love the artwork on this game and there's nothing really wrong with it component wise i think my biggest issue with space race has been well the reviews of it i've seen people kind of give it middle of the road to above average reviews. And what I have found in this game is that it's, it's taken a very simple mechanic and added too much to it. Like sometimes when you try to twist something, you try to make it different, you end up making it just... You, at, at some point, after you've taken something so much away, it becomes something different. This is not so much a deck builder. It's not really a tableau builder or engine builder. It's got elements of it, but none of it really works very well. Then the main mechanic of this game is that you have a hand of cards. You put into a pile the cards that you think you want to come out. All the players do this. They shuffle these cards. They then go out and are segregated into four. Into the universe. Yes, into the four separate types of technologies. Which Which was a stupid phrasing for that. I didn't like that. And then the people play like kind of like uh, that's very harsh. I don't mean that. I'm sure these people that created this game put a lot of work into that. But it's called technology, propaganda, all these different levels. But it's yet the whole thing is called universe. Well, it is very. This is themeless. There is no theme here. I mean, it doesn't. The theme doesn't come through well at all. But when you collect these cards and you're trying to play them from your hand into your little lab and into your little agency, and then you you lay down this other card, kind of like a Mission Red Planet that has a number on it, and activates certain color cards, and that activates the cards that are in your row. And it sounds like it should work, but none of it's really fun. None of it's really thematic. The artwork's very well done, but there's just too many little finicky steps. Plus, the rule book is lost in translation. The rule book was awful. There's various just little like th- Bill Murray. There's various little things out there that are not making any sense. Okay, First, it, we couldn't even find where the maybe we overlooked it, but I could not find what the investments spot was for on the board nor how it operates didn't know the purpose of that my issue a it's a bunch of mechanics that have no relation to each other 
It is just, hey, we can put this in the game, we can put that in the game, we can put this in the game to make a game completely themeless. I felt nothing playing this game. What it did was irritate me. I felt irritation. I guess that counts. But I didn't like, A, you're supposed to, depending on player count, take from the explored universe, put two cards out into the universe. Then you choose your, what was that freaking card called again? Your activation card, I think. Well, it wasn't I can't what it was remember called. what it was called. We just play this game. Our memories are terrible. You choose one of 12 or something cards in your hand, and that card will then activate your tableau. After you choose that, then you go ahead and reveal all the other cards that are in the explored part. Why not just choose your card and then reveal all the cards? I don't understand that. There, there's a lot of little things that are kind of nitpicky about this game. I found it interesting that you're not really going into space. You're building a space agency, and it doesn't really feel like a race. So there's nothing thematic like you you have a you might be NASA, I might be the Soviets, you might be China, but none of that correlates into your actions at all. It is simply just a moniker to differentiate my corporation from yours. And I can't even do anything different with mine. It's literally just dealing with the cards you're, that are out. You're being really Sorry. harsh. Sorry, I'm kind of You getting, have gotten I got, very... I don't, you don't it's, like this it's game. It's super tactical. You don't like this game. I hate this game. Okay. Okay. That's good. So, I want to bring up this topic about why you're seething with hate. <laughs> um, so, I, I've... It's flowing through I've me. Let it flow. Well, I have this interesting... Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Mariah Carey, um, at what point is it all right to demean and be critical of someone else's art? And so I, I've, I've, I've rolled this around in my head because I have... Glad there's something up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there so, like... Old cornball joke right when there. When people make, whether it be movies or books or whatever it might be, at what point... Does an, a form of art get to a level where now there's critics? You know what I'm saying? It's like, at what point does an art form get so cultural or so big, whatever term you want to use, that now it's okay for it to be criticized by the general public? You're asking the wrong guy. Okay. Because I find it interesting. So, like, on Facebook, like, if you go into the generalized board game group You mean Facebook, meta? Yes, the metaverse. You are not allowed to say anything negative about a board game because it is... it is Because uh, you could be hurting the people that created this thing's feelings. Correct. They put a lot of work into that. It's not, it's not mainly the people who created the game. It's mainly the people who enjoyed the game. So you think being critical of a game was, wait a minute, Enrique, Enrique may say said something that's actually somewhat interesting and we need to pause and ponder this. If you like a game and a lot of people hate that game, does that hurt your feelings? Well, we're talking about like a, a, a business. Of a course board, not. A, you play Fortnite. A board, a board game business. They don't care if the game is being hated, as long as they are making sales upon... Well, you're talking about two different game. factors here, though. Yeah, two yeah. different things. But let's say there's a game that you like. Like, you really enjoy this We're game. talking designers at this you, point. You have a game, oh, okay. and everybody says, this game is awful, but you love it. You yourself love this game. Yes. So you're playing whatever, uh, uh, whatever card game it is, the... Pony Hero, whatever you call it, My Little Pony Hero, yeah, card yeah. game, deck building, and yeah, you yeah. love it, and everybody else is saying, Enrique, that game is stupid. Does that hurt your feelings? 
If I love the game, yes, it, it would, does. It would it would hurt my feelings. God, well, because- I think it it falls in. It's an easy, cheap way out, but also it makes sense. It's your opinion. Yes. So that is cheap, as is it, your opinion. It is. It, well, sure, take that with a grain of salt. As that's your opinion about my opinion. No, my opinion's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, no. Guys- but it, the easy way out of all this stuff, and I see many people say it, and they're like, "If this is your type of game, check it out." And that's a cheap way out because, uh- and also saying. But that's my opinion. Mm. That's also a cheap way out I of a critique. How much I can get away with by saying, but that's, that's my just opinion. my opinion. But, but, but it, that's how you keep. Sorry, Enrique, go ahead. But anyone who loves a game deeply or just feels like it's a good game, they will they will label the person who hates the game just critics mainly. Mm. And. So you think people try to discount other people's opinions? Discount, double check when they don't align with their own. Yes, I might do that occasionally. That, that's called Twitter. But yeah, I do yeah. that when I'm right, which is quite often. <laughs> I think that well, 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 there, there's so much that go. And of course, Dan Thoreau would be the guy to talk about this, and this is his whole field. But it, criticizing something. A, you're doing it from a particular point of view, being yours. So how can you speak for me and what I like? That's hard to do. That's why you have people that are like, well, check out all these different, we're speaking board games here, check out all these different board game reviewers. Find one that tends to align with yours. He tends to like this game, this game, this game, this game. I like those games. He tends to hate this mechanic, this mechanic, this mechanic. I don't like those mechanics either. So now we're on the same side, generally. That's true. But... My point is, when somebody makes a board game, what gives you the right to be critical of it? I mean, when you think about the whole... Free will. Gambit, though, is like legitly... Speaking of cards, Gambit. Our podcast is somebody takes time and energy and money to create something that they themselves find value in. We purchase it. And now we go on to the virtual airways and either A, enjoy it and express that, or B, rag on it. Okay, you said it. Take our podcast. Mm-hmm. What if people... Are there podcast reviewers? There's got to be, surely. We should do that. Yeah. We should listen to other people's I'm going to listen to other podcasts and say, wow, this one sucks. What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> but Super then there has, Board <laughs> Sunday. There has to be certain criteria. So uh, you have said, and others have said, when I say, I I don't have any talents, I, don't, I have no creative side to me. Well, speaking of doing your podcast. Okay, if you want to go with that, then say someone harshly criticizes our pod- podcast, which they have. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you, and what does that make you think in regards to their opinion of podcasts? It doesn't bother me a bit, and here's yeah. why. Because I do this podcast for enjoyment. I don't sit around and think of the podcast as an art form or something that I am producing not only for mass consumption, or I'm not producing this podcast and putting it out there to say, look how great and grand it is. I'm doing this for fun, and I'm accomplishing that mission. It would be different if this podcast was a business, and we are trying to produce something that is of high quality. Then when somebody, when we're putting forth all of our great effort, comes back and starts criticizing it, then I tend to be a little more uh, attentive. attentive Thank you, Enrique, for their criticism. 
So I think it really it depends on what art, what is the purpose of this object? What are you doing? Whether it is you're creating a board game, creating a podcast, what is it? Well, I think most board game designers, their first board game, at least, they're not going to make any. It's not for the intent of making money. That's the, you know, common joke byline in the industry you don't go into board game design for money making unless you're richard garfield or somebody so they're not making money off of it they just enjoy doing it now granted they do hope that it receives some sort of rick i would say anybody that does anything whether it's for fun or hobby if you're putting out into the public eye you're hoping for good feedback yeah true i mean if i if we put out this podcast and person after person emailed and said, y'all need to stop, y'all suck. It doesn't stop people. I've been emailing Superboard Sunday <laughs> forever saying, look, Another Frankie theory. is dull. How dare you talk about Christian, Frankie. just stop. How dare you? Just stop. I love you guys. Hey, hang in there. None of them. Just please stop. Please. But- Yes, that can be part of the Gateway Network. Yes, the Gateway Network. Do you like mediocre podcasts? Uh, actually, Welcome to our show. Uh, uh, actually, you got to be Jerry. You got to be self-deprecating somewhat. I don't do self-deprecation. You got to do that. He's incapable. What's the He's purpose? Incapable. He is incapable of self-deprecate. <laughs> Have you ever self-deprecated? No. <laughs> that sounds like something you do in your pants. Listen. <laughs> Why have oh, this? Oh no! Why, why have this? Why have this faux humility? It does nothing. All it is it's not a faux humility. Well, I mean, yes, it could be, people, but it, it's it, it, it makes you relatable. No, it doesn't. It does too. If you act like a jackass snob a whole time, no one's gonna like no, you. No, 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 no. What self-deprecating is is a signal to others to either correct you and compliment you, or a way that you utilize those phrases so that you then can go out and say something else. No, it. it well, that's that's true. I'm not gonna say that's not true, but it also makes you relatable. No, we're getting we're veering way off subject. Nobody self-deprecates on an everyday basis. I do. I self-deprecated this morning three times. Yeah, yeah, that, nobody <laughs> does that, though. And In normal conversation, do do people not just go out and do that? This is not... Maybe I, I think they do. Well, who does this? Not you. It's an unfamiliar concept. Who else you. does this besides you? I think Enrique does it all the time. Who else does it besides <laughs> the complete <laughs> and total you, you are the ill-adjusted <laughs> people on oh, this podcast? No, you're the only one that doesn't self-deprecate. I don't self-deprecate because There's, it's useless. Because, am, because you have well, this high opinion of yourself. It is hard to find. Oh. It's hard to find something. Well, to no. self-deprecate well, about. Well, I, don't think, right. I don't think you consider it useless. I think you consider it needless in a lot of situations. Of right. Where, of where it doesn't... Won't you? Like, oh. No, no, no. Like, he doesn't feel like it needs to be compli- complimented or or anything like that because it's just... It's there. It's true. A lot of times it's like letting people be aware of, yes, I know I have this defect in my whatever, personality or whatever. For Jerry, the logical term of just self, I don't know. Deprecation. Deprecation of where I don't need to say this because it doesn't. It doesn't require. It doesn't require for me to compliment it or give any any love to it. Basically, whatever he said, I agree with. I don't know what he just said, but it feels right. And then for me, I I feel like I should do it because I choose to do 
do it. Well, what's a, a do you believe you have a shortcoming, Jerry Baker? Well, of course. Okay. Like he has I his mean, moments. Don't get me. Well, wrong. what would one be? For one, shortcomings. <laughs> shortcomings. I don't pay attention to people who don't make any sense. That's a shortcoming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, that's not really a shortcoming. That's just logical. Well, it's just you know, it's, it's not it's, short. It's not a I'm too logical. I'm too humble to really. Uh, well, so see, here's this: is that. Uh-huh. He's at a loss for words. No, no, no. I'm not at a loss for words. I'm, I'm about to say something. I'm trying not to make it very hurtful. I feel like <laughs> that's not going to work. You, you don't know how he to do that. Be. He literally you can't might be just say He doesn't as, understand the concept of self. Well, I guess he understands the I concept. Understand he the understands concept. the concept of it. <laughs> but it's, he just can't but it's foreign, it. it's foreign to him. It. I will say this. I have to turn on the Klingon subtitles to understand it. Uh, people use self-deprecating verbiage they do they they do it to avoid actually making change it's like by saying it out loud and trying to accept it you normalize it and you don't internalize it does that make sense yes there's like this thing where you have people who are often they're always talking about oh, i'm always late i'm always late well if you know you're always late <laughs> you should probably stop it. that do something about it you old crone exactly it's like it's like i've never you know how i buy am. yourself a freaking what yeah so so instead of making a joke about it perhaps look deeply like if i'm late if i'm going somewhere which i'm never late if i'm going somewhere and i realize you were late today i was out helping the sick and the dying i'm sorry <laughs> Uh, and plus, I had other obligations, and I am too caring and empathetic to just put myself above others. That's somewhat truthful. Thank you, Enrique. Enrique you are, this his, is why his ego doesn't need to be stroked anymore. Stroking, stoked, stoked. Is it stroked or stoked? Both. Uh, it could be both. Strokeage, strokeage. <laughs> With when you are out. you stoke a fire to make it bigger, right? <laughs> You can stroke a fire you to make can it stroke a fire, and I guess that will make it make you hotter. Uh, the, I'm just saying is that I wouldn't. Well, man, most we, people do self-deprecation as a form of humor, like Conan O'Brien or any of these guys. I mean, they all like crack a joke about. The, it, it's usually well, for for uh, humor, yes, but this awkward self-deprecating of, oh, yeah, if only my wife loved me. Uh, okay, oh, no, yes. nobody. You know does, okay, no, 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 nobody does that. Uh, no, that's please. Not, so uh, I do it all the time. Yes, but oh. that's why we have you. That's why we have you. But Enrique, you self-deprecate. Because of, like, I think that's your way of making conversation. Yeah. I think that's, like, your go-to like thing. Coping- but just walking around saying, I suck at stuff, is not fun for anybody. Yeah, well, no, but they, it, it can happen like that. <laughs> it no, does happen. It does happen. Okay. But we veered very far, of course. No, this was a good... Much our- like Space Race. <laughs> <laughs> space Race, in my opinion... Sucks. <laughs> Sucks horrendously. Horrendously. Mm. I redline there. That's okay. one thing I don't do well. I redline a lot on our podcast. I get very loud for no reason. It's okay. 
I should use a much lower voice. So that's going to do it for this. Wait one. a minute. Why are you cutting us off? Because we got to go. Because of Dan? Because of our podcast <gasps> last week. Oh, we got to go. Because Dan, this, this is, is breaking. This, this is breaking my brain. This podcast is in the future, but we're about to record one that we're going to put out now because we're going to be featured on Podbeam and we want to have a guest on that might make our podcast better. Is that what's happening? I'm sure yes. Dan will love to hear that. Mm-hmm. Dan Hughes. There's a man who doesn't deprecate. I'm done. All right. Until next time, I'm Gabby. Yes, this is Jerry. This is an. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.